Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with Millennial Mike. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Excited for the final round. Yeah, the bonus round. One of the things I love, uh, I just have a curious mind. Uh, I don't assume I know everything and usually assume what I do know. I don't know that well. Uh, and obviously, we're talking here about crypto. We had a conversation with Dion and Rylas Tuesday, Monday morning. Monday. Monday morning. And you were gracious enough to watch it a couple of times and take some notes. Uh, and you had some feedback, maybe some things that could help me understand the confusion that I had. So what were your take on it? What were the aspects you'd want to kind of share with me? Sure. So I, I think that um, to get started, at the end of the video, you guys talked about what individuals on your channel could do to get started with uh, Bitcoin. Um, you had made the suggestion, you said most of you shouldn't do anything in terms of investing and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then Rylus made the suggestion, you know, put a little bit in, a little bit here or there, what you can afford to lose to learn it. And Dion had talked about how, uh, you know, potentially investing in companies that are investing in Bitcoin or researching Bitcoin is a good option. Okay. I don't think any of those are bad. I think that your advice of, don't do anything in terms of investing isn't a bad idea. But I think that the number one most important thing you can do mm -hmm. is to get educated. Ah. What's the first thing you tell people about real estate investing? Learn your market. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. You're right. Buy the books and learn your market. If I had to tell someone what the very first thing they should do, it should be learn the market, learn the product, learn what cryptocurrency and Bitcoin is. Agreed. My recommendation, there's a book called The Bitcoin Standard, recommended by two of your commenters in your video. I'm going to put a link on this in the comment section with a link to the free audiobook on YouTube so anyone can listen to it. I highly recommend you listen to this book. It, it, it's amazing and it's, it's, it's easy to understand, but it does talk about complex subjects. Mm -hmm. If you want to learn about cryptocurrency, but more importantly, Bitcoin and why it's unique and how it can be applied and how it's grown to where it is, get educated. That's yeah. the number one step. Even if you never intend to invest in it, never do, you should still know about it so that yeah. you can in talk intelligently about it. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. And you're right. Uh, I, I need to, uh, yes, definitely learn your market. Well said. Thank you. So, so that was, that was my most important takeaway probably from that. From there, there was a few other things you guys discussed. Uh, at the beginning of the video, you talked about uh, an asset. Dion had a problem with, oh, we can't call it an asset. And so there's the Google or dictionary definition of an asset. And then there's the our definition of an asset, the Robert Kiyosaki version definition sure. of an asset, which is something that puts money in your pocket. That's why we love rental properties, right? Correct. So definitionally from your channel, my channel, when we look at real estate, Bitcoin is not an asset. I agree with Dion 100%. You're not, um, it's not putting money in your pocket. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, it's not fulfilling that definition. However, from the Google definition of asset, it technically is an mm -hmm. asset. It's something that has some value that you have purchased, okay? So right. that, that's just a little, I don't know, that's, that's just getting Nuance. Picky. Right, there's some nuance there. It's getting picky, but you have to understand it. Yeah. Um, at one point that Dion was talking about Bitcoin and how you know, one of the features of it is that it can't really be hacked and that maybe there's a certain type of virus that would come in the future that would be able to hack it. Mm -hmm. um, this is a great reason why I think, again, you should listen to the book I mentioned. The uniqueness of Bitcoin, the way that it has evolved from where it started to where it is now, mm -hmm. the security of it gets better the more people adopt it. Yeah, the It network, becomes yeah. more and more difficult to ever do anything to hack it or to affect it as more and more people adopt it. And I think mm -hmm. we have long past the point where it would even be conceivable yeah. to really affect it. What, what I've heard, again, 
not educated. But what again, I believe in the network effect. The network effect is proven in lots of technologies, not just Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it is theory? I mean, you could theorize a way to hack Bitcoin, but mm-hmm. the amount of stuff would be more computing power than has been created currently. Right. 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 So theoretically, right, as a mental mm-hmm. exercise, it is absolutely possible. Mm-hmm. But practically, it's not in the realm of scope, at least currently. Yeah. Kind of how I look at it. Yeah, kind of how I look at socialism, you know? So, uh, <laughs> I'm, looks, good hey, on, looks good on paper, but not yeah, in right. practice. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to your followers out there who are now raging in the comments. My bad. It was a joke for dang, for God's sake. I don't mind um, the joke. Socialism sucks. I'll say it. It's it okay. Does, it does. I, so, I've, I've been to Russia, right? I've right. seen it up close and personal. So, so this leads me to kind of the next point. Um, okay. I'm not going to say that it couldn't be packed because there are technologies that haven't been invented yet. Sure. And, and technology advances at such an unbelievable, crazy rate. I mean, the oh, things yeah. we can do today with our phone, you know, it's replaced everything. Yeah. The, I, I don't know if it's true, but I heard it enough. It must be true because uh, the, the phone that we operate with is more computing power than what was shot to the moon. Yeah. Uh, way back when. So. And they've been saying that for the last 10 years. And let me tell you what, this is way different than my original, you know, original iPhone. You know what I mean? Like, unbelievable mm-hmm. so uh, is it possible that we will create some technology I-, I think so one of the problems that i have with bitcoin is that we mentioned in another video is that there's a transaction threshold limit you can only yeah. conduct a certain amount of transactions in a day and it's it's tiny compared to the amount you would need to service the entire population um what technology can you think of a technology mm-hmm. that has existed more than even 10 years mm-hmm. that never had an update the, the, no, not every, I mean, the amount of times I update the freaking software on my computer, yeah. my phone, the TVs, any piece of tech cameras, any piece of technology you can think of mm-hmm. gets updated, gets improved. Yeah. Bitcoin, it's not possible to update it or improve it. Yeah. Again, to your earlier point, it's technically possible right. that would be creating a fork. It's not probable that anyone would adopt it. Every time it's been tried, it's failed miserably. Yeah. So we are looking at a piece of technology that was created in 2009 for the rest of all time and eternity will never be updated. Hmm. Does that sound like a viable pathway forward? It, it's very, t- I actually think it is. I think it is, but it's way too complex for me to explain it in this video. Yeah. But you need to understand that that is extremely unique mm-hmm. and very hard to wrap your mind around because every other piece of technology we have gets updated three times a week with software updates. Yeah. And this really goes back to, I think it was video one we talked about it. it it's going to, it's likely, you know, or Bitcoin being the digital gold, but it's the marriage of Bitcoin with Ethereum. I think that was mm-hmm. the example right. that gives it that bridge. Um, yes. Okay. I like it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin will never be a currency. It will never be mass adopted as day-to-day peer-to-peer no. payments. It's just not going to happen. No. Now, can you keep this at some point it will become an antiquated piece of yeah. archaic dinosaur-like technology. I mean, the size of one block is a megabyte. It's tiny. Mm-hmm. Just trying to, inc- but that's why, that is why everyone can compute it and we can have so many nodes increasing the security because the computing power required for it is tiny in order to verify the proof of work. So there's, there's pros and cons. It's a double-sided sword. Um, I'll make sure I got everything here. I think, I think I covered just about everything that you guys had talked about that I thought would be worth bringing up. Um, and I think Rylas and Dion did a fantastic job, but at the end of the day, I think the number one thing we all could do to be better is just try to learn a little bit more 
because the more you learn, you're gonna, you, you will be amazed by the technology behind it. I totally agree. One more time, what's the book you're going to recommend and put in the notes? It's called The Bitcoin Standard. I will put the audio, uh, the audio copy of the book in the comments below. It's found on YouTube for free. Awesome. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for all you do. No problem.